99.7. My name is Phoebe Folson, the Christa Center guy, and I'm sure you know what time it is. Well, finally, the third edition of the Joy Christian Forum is happening. And of course, we are all the way here at the Florence Oni Auditorium of the Ghana Communications and Telecom University, Tessa No. We are also live for Joy 99.7 and across all the social media platforms. Please stay uh, tuned in. Make sure you invite friends and family, especially the young ones, because this is a matter for everyone, especially the young ones. What's it about? Well, we've noticed uh, decadence when it comes to morality. We've seen how the youth of today is perhaps going astray because we are not drumming home chastity and morality the way it must be. Today, we are honored to have uh, great personalities who are going to speak to the subject very, very importantly. So we want you to stay tuned in so we can all learn together. Again, thank you for joining us. Please spread the good news. We'd like to officially start over the opening prayer. Yeah, and joining us uh, is Pastor Mike Ni Abuse, host of Joy Time in His Presence. Please, if you're present here, you're listening, you can put your hands together as we invite Pastor Mike to join us with the opening prayer. Bishop, thank you. Praise God. Thank God for this great opportunity. I believe strongly that education without um, morality is creating smart thieves. No wonder we have a lot of that in our society. I believe that such a program like this will definitely um, raise very conscious, God-conscious people in our society. Uh, I crave your indulgence for us to be upstanding even as we commit the program, the atmosphere, and everything into the hands of the Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jehovah Almighty. Indeed, all praise and glory returns to you again. Amen. Our Lord and Father, nothing happens save what you've sanctioned. It has pleased you, O God, that on a day like this, your children will gather together, deliberate on issues about chastity and morality amongst our youth, not just our youth, but in our society. And Lord, I believe this is something upon your heart. We ask, O God, that at this forum be king, at this forum reign and rule in the hearts of men, that when all is said and done, O God, Everything shall be perfectly done to your glory. We thank and honor you again. Even in Jesus' name we pray. Let us sing to God. Shout a big amen. God bless you. Please resume your seats. The Lord bless you. 
Thank you, Bishop Mike Abose. Thank you. Well, we are obviously here uh, for the third edition of Joint Christian Forum. And remember, the topic is chastity and morality. How are the youth staying chaste in today's world? We have great personalities, like I said, who will be sharing on this great topic. Well, to move to the next stage, I'd like for us to welcome our programs manager at Joy FM to give us the purpose of gathering. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Knight Tay. Thank you very much, Fifi. Good evening to all of us. And once again, I welcome us to the very third edition of the Joy Christian Forum. That's our thought leadership for the Christian department here on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, in this time round, we are focused on a very critical challenge that is facing and bedeviling our youth of today, chastity and morality. How are the youth staying chaste in today's world? Comes across like a very, very difficult thing for our young ones because parents, guardians, and you know, every other person, we're all running around. We are working several hours. Why? It's not our fault. The economy is hard. And sometimes they have to work two, three jobs to be able to make ends meet. And so we are not available and it is not our fault. Yet we need to do something about it. When you go on social media, it is awash with all sorts of things that makes it so difficult. You wonder, with everything that our young ones are faced with, seeing and having to deal with, how are they able to remain chaste? Go to the church, which is supposed to be a haven and a hiding place for our young ones. You also get to hear a lot of stories, even about the clergy, reverend ministers that these young ones look up to. And then you're asking yourself, is there any hope at all? Where is the hiding place for our young ones? And then when you go into the Bible, the book of Galatians admonishes us to walk in the spirit so that we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. How are our young ones able to fulfill scripture looking at the times in which we are? How are they dealing with these challenges? And for me, ultimately, how do we support them in their walk with Christ? This evening at the Joy Christian Forum, happening right here at the Ghana Communications and Technology University, we are hopeful that God through our resourceful guests will be able to provide us with some answers and also help us with some thoughts to chew on as we guide the youth of today. I'd like to say a very big welcome once again to all of us and those of us listening to us, Joy 99.7 FM, also on our social media handles at Joy 997. My appreciation goes to the team led by Michaela Nai and Pastor Kojuro Echampon for working so hard and tirelessly behind the scenes for us to be seeing today. And to the entire crew, I also say God bless you. Thank you very much. Let's have a very impactful evening. Thank you. Thank you, Adam Naite. Indeed, we will have an impactful evening. Please put your hands together. Come on. Let's get some energy right here. God bless you. Right. So we'll go straight to introduce and invite our distinguished guests to take up their seats, and then we can get the ball rolling. So I will start off with Elder Amos Kevin Annan. 
Elder Amos is a licensed youth minister, certified life coach, healthy homes advocate, and chief executive officer of Hearts and Habits Foundation, LBG. Between 2004 and 2020, Elder Amos served as the deputy youth director of the Church of Pentecost. Additionally, from 2006 to 2020, he worked as a counselor at the Pentecost University College, now Pentecost University, Sowetium, Ghana, with uh, broad experience in addressing different categories of leaders, singles, couples, and corporate groups on matters of love, relationship, and family life. He's married to Mrs. Evelyn Kevin Annan and Shara. Their marriage has been blessed with two lovely teen daughters, Mami Jesua and Enrique Efriye, with several mentees, sons, and daughters. He's a convener of singles in 3D summits, amongst many others. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our first speaker, please, to the stage, Elder Amos Kevin Annan. Thank you, Elder. You're welcome. God bless you. Right. Our next speaker, Reverend Mrs. Catherine Emmanuel Onyodyokit, affectionately called Mama Kathy, is the founding president of Family Renaissance International, formerly Women in the Gap International, which has been in existence for almost 21 years. Family Renaissance International's vision is to restore the God-intended dignity to the family for enhanced church and national development. Mama Kathy is a fairy preacher of the gospel of Christ. She's also a family life consultant, a bestseller author, an executive life coach, a certified psychologist for personal development and certified publisher. She's the author of three books, The Secret to survive in your early years of marriage, the family in national development and emotions and love life all online. Mama Kathy is a leading expert on relationships, marriage, family, parenting, and personal development issues. She's happily married for 30 years over and uh, blessed with four wonderful adult children. Ladies and gentlemen, let's make welcome our next speaker, Reverend Mrs. Catherine Onyodyokit. Mama Kathy, God bless you. Right. Now, joining us all the way from his base in Kumasi, we have Pastor Andrew Anesi Yakwa. Pastor Andrew uh, Anesi Yakwa is a well sought after revivalist, relationship coach, and conference speaker. He is also the Ashanti Regional Manager of the multinational insurer, Sanlam Life Insurance Ghana. He holds a monthly relationship seminar known as the Marriage and Relationship Rehab. The program focuses on building concrete marriages based on scriptural principles. Pastor Andrew Anesi Yakwa is happily married to Lady Pastor Rahel Yakwa and the union is blessed with three lovely boys. Let's make him welcome in his base and command via Zoom. Pastor Andrew, you're welcome. Bless um, thank you very much. Okay, okay. Thank you. All right, so well, before I get the host uh, to take over, I would also want to acknowledge that we have Reverend Imano Chiba, Prophet Aaron A. Akron and Dr. Chirame Tuahene will all be joining in as we carry on to share your thoughts on the topic chastity and morality. How are the youth staying chaste in today's world? Well, bringing on our host for this program, Pastor Atu Aqua. He's a lead pastor, Global Dominion Charismatic Center, a host of a, a walk with Jesus on Joy FM, Joy Time and His Presence, Joy Prayer Line. I mean, yes, he's in charge. 
Distinguished ladies and gentlemen in the auditorium and of course on Joy 99.7 across social media, let's welcome our host to the third edition of Joy Christian Forum, Pastor Ato Aqua. So he takes over from me and the program officially begins, after which I'm sure I'll be back uh, before we close. Pastor Ato. My brother. Over to you, sir. Thank you. Uh, thank God you did not add Joe Latte. <laughs> Joy, 99.7 Thank you to everyone here in the auditorium and all those joining us via our various uh, social media uh, platforms. I would want to begin by saying, uh, if you are interested or asking, if you are interested in athletics, if you've heard of the 10 seconds barrier. There was a 10 second barrier set since the Olympics concerning the 100 meters men's race, which began in 1896. It was said that no one could run the 100 meters race and break the 10 second barrier. It is impossible to run for the 100 meters under 10 seconds. Indeed, for years, no one ran to break that barrier. It became a mental barrier. And in the minds of everybody all over the world, it was just impossible to run to break that barrier. Until 1968, the Olympics in Mexico, a man by name Jim Hines ran to break that barrier setting a record of 9.95 seconds, win gold. As that barrier was broken by Heinz, this challenged others with a can-do spirit to break the record set by Heinz. Calvin Smith broke Heinz's record doing 9.93 seconds in Colorado in 1983. Carl Lewis, broke Smith's record by doing 9.92 seconds in the same 100 meters men's sprint. In 1988, in Shoal, he did so. And this list goes on and on and on until the current reigning champion, Usain Bolt, from Jamaica, clocked 9.58 seconds, breaking that barrier. Why have I brought in Olympics here? And why are we talking about athletics when we are discussing morality? Just as the 10 seconds barrier in athletics, it seems to me that there's a mental barrier that has been set, that it's impossible to live devoid of immorality in our day and our time. It's as though it's deeply seated in the minds of people that it's impossible to live a life of chastity. It's impossible to live a clean life, you know, in our day and time. And there are many reasons that are given. Well, if you ask me, is it true? Well, I would say that it's difficult, but it's not impossible. It may be difficult to live a life of chastity in our day and time, but it's not impossible. What's my proof? Philippians 4.13 tells us that we are able to do all things 
It's impossible for us to do all things according to Christ who strengthens us. Well, I'm not the one to tell how possible it is. I have my resourceful guests right here with me to help us. And as they've been introduced, I would want to say a warm welcome to uh, Elder Amos Kevin Annan. Ning, a very good evening to you. Good evening, my brother. How are you? Good, by grace. And I hope you're doing good as well. Yes, Grace has kept us. Right. Uh, the you. way you look tells it all. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, Mama Kathy as well. She's been introduced by my brother Fifi. Mama Kathy, a very good evening to you. Thank you very much, Pastor Atu. And good evening to you, too. Thank you very much. You're, you're looking, you're looking uh, stunning as, 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 as usual. And whitish. <laughs> whilst I'm looking blackish. <laughs> right then. We thank God for uh, how far the Lord has brought us. This is a very, very important, you know, subject. And I know that uh, it's, it's much as it's on the heart of, of, of the leadership of, of John. FM, it's, it's on your heart as well and on, on my heart as well. We want to begin by understanding the key words, you know, in the theme. It is chitty, morality, and then youth. We would want to understand, in the first place, who is a youth for us to know who we are talking about? Let me begin from you, uh, Elder since you're the one who deals a lot with youth. Well, thank you very much. Um, a youth is an individual who is not yet an adult. So you have a child, you have a youth, and then you have an adult. Mm. So the youth would be seen as the intermediary between childhood and, and adulthood. adulthood. Right. But right. they are also not um, a homogeneous concept because they come in different Right. Some are in the urban community, mm. some are in the peri-urban, some are in the rural setting, some are in the cosmopolitan setting. Mm. And when you also look at them, they also come in different forms, mm. educated, uneducated, those working, those who are searching for jobs. So mm. there are a plethora of them. Mm. And so in discussing youth, mm. one must bear that in mind. Right. Right. Let, let me say uh, a, a very uh, good evening uh, to Pastor Andrew uh, Anesi Yakwa. He is joining us uh, on, on, on Zoom all the way from the Garden City. Uh, also, for a very good evening to you, sir. Yeah, good evening, Pastor Atu. And uh, thanks for joining us to discuss this uh, very important subject. Thank you very much for having me. Right. So let me come to you, Mama Kathy. Uh, your, your, your description as well uh, of, of, of who a youth is. I think basic, basically it's been said, thank you very much. Thank you very much for that question. Oh. Um, a youth is a person who actually is not a child, who assumes he is an adult, but mm. still in a baby, a baby's container. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so a youth is a person between infancy, adolescence, and adulthood. Mm. Basically, I would say youth is somebody from probably 12 years till about 17, 18. Mm. But 18, they are considered adult. Mm. But I think that even till 19, 
I will still consider them youth. Right. The young people who are still under tutelage, mm -hmm. who are still under the authority of their guardians or parents, mm -hmm. and are not yet independent to stand on their own. Mm -hmm. That's who a youth is. So somebody still under tutelage mm -hmm. is a youth. Right then. Uh, uh, also for uh, Anesi, uh, I'd want to throw same question to, to you. Uh, for us to set the foundation and, and, and build on the foundation we're laying, uh, we're, we're discussing chastity concerning the youth. Uh, who will you describe as, as a youth? Um, thank you very much. I think just like Mama Kati and the Elder Amos have said, um, the youth basically refers to those who are between the ages of maybe 12 to 24. Mm. Uh, it basically refers to that period from uh, between childhood and adulthood. So all those within those age ranges, all age ranges are, are youth, can be described as very youthful. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, ab above 18, uh, would we say that what we're discussing concerns them as well? Well, I think no, no, no. the conversation concerns all human beings, uh, irrespective of your classification. Mm. I intentionally stayed away from the chronological uh, description because these days people are defying the age limitations. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we must mm. also look at. So it concerns everybody, uh, parents, guardians, teachers, uh, policy makers mm. like uh, our doctor here yeah is interested because he's a policy driver and so everybody should be interested in this and more so for the young people mm. it is something that is a priority conversation mm. bringing them to the front burner rather than a back burner right makes them feel differently about themselves mm. you know and so mm. it's, it's good that you have had the decision to discuss these matters. Right, right. Still, still on the mode of, of uh, uh, defining our salient points as far as our theme is, is concerned. And I would want to first of all throw this to you, Mama Kathy. Uh, the word chastity, <laughs> what does it really mean? Thank you very much, uh, Pastor Ato. Chastity is in simple terms. Let's not belabor ourselves at all. It's simply purity. Purity, purity, not being contaminated, not being defiled, not being corrupted, but maintaining the, the maintaining a level of purity that God designed for people who are not yet married. So chastity is refraining from anything that will defile you anything that will make you lose what the value you're supposed to carry as a young or even old person. It doesn't even relate only to, to young people. Chastity is simply knowing that, yes, there is something called relationship, there is something called falling in love in this generation, but that none of those inclinations is going to make you drop um, I wanted to say I'm on live radio now. Anything that will make you not undress mm. in any form or manner before you, uh, you, you get into marriage. So right. it's purity. It's right. staying pure and clean. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sexual purity. Sexual purity. Right. Yeah. Then. Right. Uh, Pastor, Pastor uh, uh, Anesi Yakwa, uh, your, 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 your thoughts on, on what chastity means, please. 
I think that chastity basically refers to uh, a state of not having sex before marriage or outside marriage. And uh, bear in mind that God's standards haven't changed. If you look clearly in the Bible, God spells out certain things Christians must not do and should do. So if when we talk about chastity, basically we are referring to um, fidelity, purity, um, and instead of not having sex before marriage. I see. Irrespective of your age. Yes. I, I'm intentionally asking that for the sake of those who would say, well, I'm an adult. I can choose to do what I want to do with my body. I mean, and, and that's in church as well. I think the, the problem we have today is confusing virginity and chastity. There, there are a lot of virgins who are also impure virgins. So there are people who, are, who have their virginity intact, but are doing things that the Bible frowns on. And I think with time, we'll, we'll delve into we'll delve into, into that. Right then. Elder Amos, chastity or trident? <laughs> I think as both of them have stated, it's, it's the state of purity of an individual. And for me, I would look at it way beyond the physical purity to mm. also your thoughts, mm. your emotions. Mm. There's emotional purity. There is mental purity or mindset purity. Mm. There's purity of thought mm. and purity of your language. Mm. So a person cannot be pure when they double in profanity, for instance. Mm. Yeah, so it's about not being adulterated with anything that pollutes you. Mm. There's a pure state, as Mama Kathy said, but it goes beyond just not having sex. sex. All right. So it's still the Joy, the third edition uh, of the Joy FM Christian uh, Forum, right here at the Florence Oni Auditorium uh, in the uh, Ghana Communications and uh, uh, Technology University here in Tesano. We went around and. Uh, had a chat with a couple of friends, uh, some youth, and they shared their thoughts. We would want to hear what the mindset of people are outside there. So we're going to play a couple of vox pops, and then we will get back to our guests. Let's take a listen. Okay, so I've not been able to stay chased because of my friends, my friend Ima. Um, Ebenezer, Godwin, and Godfrey. Yes, these are my friends, and um, they have been of help to me. They have been a tremendous help to me in time of need and in time of um, pain. They are there for me. So anytime um, I go to these friends, we do talk about nasty stuff like homosexuals, um, the new trends and how things are going, masturbation and all that. Yes, we do talk about it. And by the time I realized, um, 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 I found myself doing the same thing that I've, I've, uh, I've planned to stop doing. That's I've planned to stay chasty. Yes, I found myself doing all these nasty stuff, masturbating, 
roaming about um, chasing men here and there yes yes 95% of the youth are not staying chased and you can't really blame them for it because picture this scenario a young 24 25 year old girl has just completed university and um, she's done with her national service she's looking for a job she's still unemployed but there's pressures from the home demanding some form of financial aid from her there's pressures on herself to to be independent and to not rely on his on his or her parents so much so with the, those factors being involved it's so difficult to want to stay chaste to want to stay moral to want to go everything by the book but I feel like those that are trying and those that are succeeding only do that through discipline and discipline is the only thing that is really keeping them intact at the moment because there are so many temptations there are so many things that we see on our social medias on tv things that we are pro just by watching viewing hearing listening is telling us that is what we want i've masturbated since childhood time and i've planned stopping it then I had three friends who also used to masturbate. So we we can just be in the room and masturbate at the same time. No one would and after the one would be. So um after I pronounced up putting herself to it and got rid of I had a girl a girlfriend who when when she came into my life I just stopped doing it for a while. And so, um, we had we had an issue, so separation came along. And a friend of mine that I used to church with also came to stay to sleep at my place. So him sleeping at my place, and then later in the midnight, he just opened up to me that he wants to have an affair with me, and it's something normal and. I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to go about it. So he introduced me into it. Then later he was like, I should be on him. I should do this. I should do this. I, I wasn't having a feeling for it. But later and step by step, he made me fall into it. And um, he made me fall into it. And right now, I used to, I like, I even go around, around sleeping with people, meeting people, yeah. Our biggest challenge on Goliath is social media. Everybody might beat about the bush, but the honest and sincere truth is social media because looking at 20 years ago and 20 years now, it's it's been a very serious issue with the youth when it comes to chastity and morality everybody is trying to like be something they're actually not and just to hear in a sense is abstaining from sexual morality right immorality and then we look at it in a, a in a christian way in a spiritual way but how about the mental picture of this if everybody actually realizes that it actually starts with their mind which is what exactly they feed with 
they are feeding themselves with social media and everything that goes into their mind is what causes them to do what they are doing so they are a product of what they are watching they are a product of what they are feeding themselves with and they are even a product of the kind of people they surround themselves with so i believe that the, the biggest challenge here for us as the youth is um it's social media and that is what is really causing a lot of people to even live lives that you're not supposed to even live right so uh interesting views there and uh interesting submissions there if you just joined us we are live on joy 99.7 fm this is the third edition of the joy fm christian forum and uh we're live as well on uh, on, on social media on facebook and, and on youtube we're live kindly do well we're live on joy prime kindly do well uh to connect via our social media uh, platforms and uh, share the link. Share so that friends and loved ones will also get connected and be blessed. We're discussing the subject chastity and morality. How are the youth staying chaste in today's world? And I have with me my resourceful guests here in the auditorium and also on uh, Zoom. To, to help us unravel this uh, subject. Let me first of all ask you, uh, Elder Amos, uh, you, you, you listened to the Vox Pops, and I see smiles on your face and uh, <laughs> nodding, you know. Uh, what, what do you think, what do you make of uh, the submissions these young people made? Thank you very much. Um, I, I was smiling because these issues being raised were present when I was young. They're not new to you. They're not new. Now, the question, you mentioned mindset. And I'm happy the last person talks about mindset as well. Yes. Because your mindset actually molds your manners. Say that again. Your mindset molds your manners. Mm. So for me to have appropriate manners that reflects chastity and morality, there ought to be a real mindset shift. Hmm. Now, all around us, convenience is created. Mm -hmm. And convenience undermines character. Because the accountant finds it convenient to pilfer money from the resources of his entity because he can rationalize his behavior. Mm. So the first person was talking about peer pressure and was talking about talking about nasty stuff. Yes. The second person was rationalizing it and saying that people come under enormous peer pressure. My day there was peer pressure. And for the first, first person, he said that it's it, the people who introduced him. Yes, his friends, to, peer to pressure. This, are people who were, who were there for him. They were there for know, him. When, when things were rough, when things were, were tough. Uh, that looks as though he has a point. The famous, he who pays the piper calls the tune. Calls the tune. <laughs> so I pay you and I promote you and push you into stuff. If you ask young people who are doing drugs, mm. they also say the same thing. Sure. The barons patronize them, mm. they sponsor them, mm. and then they push them into it mm. and leave them. Now they have to go and look for the drugs. Mm. This is where they go and attack parents and 
do criminal activities mm. and what have you. Now the third person, and then the second person mentioned the issue of discipline. Mm -hmm. I will add devotion. You see, you can be disciplined, but not be devout to any set of principles. Mm -hmm. And here we are talking about Christian forum. forum and yes. so for us, being devout yeah. supersedes discipline. Mm -hmm. um, the other guy was talking about group orgies. Yes. Group orgies. Then he says it is normal. Yeah. Now, you see, when you construct something as normal, it gives you a new narrative. And that narrative is what... You, you share and propagate and others take it. And the last one was talking about social media. Mm. Now, you can see that the person is talking about you are under pressure to be what you are not. So we are living a lie. And when people are in these situations, mm. they need to be helped. Mm. And a mindset shift mm. would help mold new manners mm -hmm. that they exhibit wherever they find themselves. Interesting. Uh, uh, and Anesi, um, I'm sure you, you, you listened to the Vox Pops as, as well. Your quick thought on, on the submissions of these young, young people regarding the subject. Yeah, I, I must say that I'm not, I'm not really surprised. You're not but, surprised? Uh, um, no, I'm not surprised. Why? Yeah, because uh, being, a, being a pastor, I get to I get to deal with these issues day in day out, and a, a lot of the youth feel they I'm able to connect with them, and so um, they come out with, they come to me with some of these issues, and then at least so I have a hands-on experience on dealing with some of these issues. So I'm not surprised. It's something I keep seeing day in day out. Oh, that's interesting, Mama Kathy. You, you I, I guess you 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 are surprised. You are surprised as I am, or you also not surprised. No, 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 I'm not surprised at all, Pastor. I am not surprised at all. It has always been there, interestingly. It's only that the times we live in, by reason of social media, has magnified and brought these things to the limelight. But truth be told, it's always been there. There has always been peer pressure. There had always been societal pressure. But you see, listening to the four of them, my conclusion will be, I'm sorry for taking that stance, but the truth is, people who lacked guidance, hmm. people who, for want of a better word, probably were led to figure life out by themselves. At the end, you see, you've got to understand that where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And purpose does not just come down from heaven. Somebody, the way God created the world, the way God created the family, he didn't want a situation where they will come up with reasons and excuses and all of that. And that's why he created male and female. And in the context of marriage, children were supposed to be produced. Mm -hmm. And it was the responsibility of the parent to guide their children. But where the parent do not know that or even carry that to the fullest or create a conducive atmosphere at home where children are introduced to God, at the end of the day, they are left to figure life by themselves. And mm -hmm. they are caught up with these things. So... Whether it is peer pressure, whether it's societal pressure, whether it has to do with, you know, he who pays the piper dictates the tune or whatever, all of them have listened to them. But we've got to come back to a place, and the young people should listen, that even if you lack somebody that showed you the path and showed you the way, mm. I believe it 
character of a person, the ability to come to terms with the fact that your character determines the options you take on, the options you adopt, is so important because, you know, casting blames is not an excuse. All of the people that have um, responded to the questions that were asked are of age. As far as I'm concerned, they're of age. And so, and I believe most of them will be Christians. Mm. Christianity is not leaving your responsibility for a pastor or any other person. The Bible is an open book. As much as we are not casting blame, I think that through these conversations and the narratives we are going to push today, we've got to come to a place where people will come to taking responsibility for their lives. Although there is a place, there is a place for the family, there is a place for the government, there is a place for the school, there is a place for every other facet of the society to chip in. But listening to them, they are only expressing what had been, which without much help, will continue. L listening to, to them as well, you tend to realize that these are people who at a point uh, were helpless and became victims of, of, of situations. Now, when we compare, you know, Elder Amos says that it's not new to him. Uh, Mama Kathy, you said it's not new to you. Also, for Anissi says it's not new to, to him. I mean, these things have been, and you, you people have been dealing with youth for years, you know. Um, comparing then and, the, and now, uh, it's worse off. You will bear witness, you know, to that. Would you say that we have gotten here today because of the negligence of people who are supposed to be, I mean, to exercise oversight you know, over, over people who are um, young. Many of these people started when they were younger than they are now, and they become addicts. Or it is as a result of genuine needs you know, of a young man, young woman in, in society, a young girl you meet by the roadside uh, doing, no, they say they don't, they don't call it prostitution, it's called what? Hookup, hook uh, mm, you know, doing hookup and, and all of that, uh, would genuinely tell you, I, I, am, I am moved to do this because of my needs. I don't have money. I need to make money. Would you say we've come this far because of the genuine needs of people or is there responsibility on the side of uh, well, some parents? I think that uh, Mama Kati mentioned the issue of parenting. Yes. And the young lady in the Vox Pop also did mention that some of them are under pressure to move away from parental supervision. Mm -hmm. That's also another form of pressure. Mm -hmm. Now, there are young people who want to, you know, flourish quickly, <laughs> as it were. And so they want to be independent, which is the new cliche in the public space. But we know that no human being can be independent. But if parents are teaching the children the way they should grow, uh, would we be here today? Well, from where I sit, having spent 32 years of my young life with teenagers and young, young man, people. No. I want to be humble <laughs> because I've met those who have done it longer than myself. Mm. You know, I have come to the conclusion that good parents can have poorly behaved children. And poor parents, quote unquote, can, also can have, have very decent, well-mannered children. 
how and why that happens is beyond my ability to explain. Okay. Because there are choices also to be made, mm. there are decisions that are being made one day at a time. Mm. Parental negligence mm. can be an issue. Mm. Where it does exist, it has to be confronted. Mm. I wanted to read a quote from John Adams, which I was sharing with Dr. Tuahening. John Adams says, and I quote, children, learn the meaning of morality and religion mm. from and respect for law from the habitual fidelity of parents one to another. So this tells you that the indispensable influence of parenting is real. But we know, I went to Coforidia Sec Tech, boys came to school as angels but associated with devil incarnates and in one week were transformed into devils, devils themselves. So there are choices some young people make along the lines of life that are way out of the control of parents. And if you add social media to it, mm -hmm. then it becomes a far more complex situation because I have parents who are not on IG, their children rise and retire to bed on IG. Some are on Telegram, and we know now those who know how to use Telegram know that there is more than just a chat and the transmission of images, because there are actually rooms and segments and studios there that the young people are receiving coaching on the blind side of their parents. So they're being taught things that parents don't have a clue. If parents knew this were happening and have been well informed and empowered, they would have a response to that. But they had always thought that it is like in their day. Mm. So commonly you hear parents say, I've also been young before. Yes. But they don't realize that the challenges faced by, say, a 25-year-old person yeah. is now being faced by a 15-year-old child. I was in a school, a mother comes to tell me that her crash child comes and tells her that his friend has a girlfriend. I mean, it was, I'm talking about preschool. This was inconceivable in my day. I'm not an ancient relic. Mm. But in my day, this was inconceivable. Even amongst primary school learners, this was unthinkable. So now I think about it, crutch, and they haven't this. And so that battle is really stoking the embers of fire of immorality and debauchery. And we need to be aware of it as adults and as parents mm. to be able to respond. Otherwise, we we'll live in that old comfort zone mm. and pretend, oh, well, I mean, right in the home of a priest were sons of Belial. And Belial means devil's children. Mm -hmm. But they were in the house of a priest. Of a priest. So it's so important to encourage these young people to understand that life is lived one day at a time, one choice, one decision at a time. You can't live all you should live in 100 years in one day. Mm. It's not a leapfrog. We're, we're going to come to uh, the, I mean, parenting and uh, look at what the parents should know how the parents should understand today's youth and what the parents should do. But let me just go to
to Osofu uh, and Lacey and uh, ask, you deal with youth closely. What would you say are practical challenges that uh, today's youth is faced with? Uh, thank you very much. Um, um, from, from my experience, I want to categorize what the youth um, face into two categories. First of all, I would want to talk about um, intrinsic, basically what they, the battles they fight within, and then the extrinsic ones, the ones, the battles they fight without. Now, um, it, from dealing with the youth over the years, one of the things I've realized is that most of them have issues with identity crisis. Um, when I'm talking about, when I talk about identity crisis, I'm referring to that stage where the youth begin to question themselves and then begin to reassess who they are. And a lot of them struggle with the expectations of their parents and then the issues of their self-esteem. And this starts from around what age? Um, sometimes around 12, from 12, 13, 14, sometimes even before they go to secondary school. So 12, that's around grade 6 into JHS 1, yes. thereabouts. Yes. I yes. See. So many of them are, uh, are having issues of identity crisis because they don't have the right mentoring to be able to give them a direction and focus in life. And secondly, I also realized that um, there's also a biological crisis they face uh, as a result of their raging hormones. These were people who were just children. And now it looks like now they are entering into a new maze they are not aware of. And surprisingly, like Elder said, it looks like um, a lot of parents, for example,